0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to SNC Adventures Talk It Out podcast. My name is Sydney, and today I'm joined by Celeste, Maddie, and Madeline, who studied abroad last fall in Toledo, Spain. Go ahead and introduce yourself, guys. Hi, my name is Celeste.
1: Um, I am a junior here at SNC, and I'm a Spanish major.
2: Uh, My name is Madeline. I'm also a junior, and I'm Spanish education. Uh, I'm Maddie, also a junior, and also Spanish education.
0: Great. We are so excited to hear about your experiences. So let's get started with our questions. So first, what made you choose Toledo as your your city to study abroad in? What was kind of the vibe of the city?
1: Um, So I actually picked Toledo. It was between Toledo and Valencia. But um, a girl named Ellen who had studied abroad in Toledo in like fall of the previous year, like really recommended it, said it was super great. And so that's why I picked it. And then I thought the vibes were pretty chill, pretty nice. Very, very cobblestone very hilly, which is not always fun. Very slippery when it rains. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really great. I loved it.
3: Um, yeah, I chose Toledo. My advisor actually recommended it to me. So I kind of just went with her, like, trusted her opinion. But, yeah, I really loved, like, the small, like, vibe of yeah. Toledo, just like what Celeste said. Mm-hmm.
2: Similarly, my advisor said this would be the best place to get all my courses that I needed. And I honestly, I loved the vibe. Very small, very safe. And the architecture was amazing.
0: So you guys all knew you were going to Spain, though, for sure? It was just a matter of what city in Spain? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then what was your living situation like? I know you guys all had host families, correct? Yeah. So how many people were in your host family? What was it like? Did you get along with them? Would you recommend it? Um, Yeah, I would recommend it. I had a little bit of uh, a rocky end there
1: because I think they just, you know, are – if you're a stranger basically in their house and they're kind of ready for you to leave by the end some people had a lot better experiences than I did though so if I would still definitely recommend it over like a dorm stay um but yeah so I had like an older woman who was technically my host mother she was like in her 70s and then her two adult daughters lived with us and then one of them had a daughter but she went to school in Madrid but otherwise I would say it was a very very good experience just no, you know by the end and you're also itching to go home too so yeah.
3: I had a host mom and us um she had a son that was 12 or 13 years old. Um so it was I I enjoyed it. I would recommend living with a host family. In my situation, I we weren't like the closest. So, I mean, like I'm traveling a lot like gone to mm-hmm. school. But I still think it's good to get that like cultural part of it and like getting to try foods that your like,
1: family makes. Yeah. So. And definitely more practice speaking. Yeah, definitely.
3: So We're do the they speak family. any English at all? Like, no, they hardly knew English.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting.
2: Yeah, my whole family consisted of the mom, the dad, and then their son worked at the college, la nation that we went to <laughs> oh, school yeah, at. Really? He That's worked funny. in the front desk. Was <laughs> cool. He didn't live with us, he had his own apartment. But every few weekends when he had work like the long shift he'd come over and stay over and bring his dog, and was really cute. Oh, well, um, we got along pretty good, and I would definitely recommend it, too, because you're getting to practice that Spanish. You're forced to practice that mm-hmm. Spanish, especially when they don't know any English. So it's just a really good tool, and they're all really good cooks.
0: Yes. Yeah. I bet. Yeah, so going off of that, so the language barrier, how did you guys – adapt to it? Was there one? How'd you adapt that language? Was it just like with your host families to start? Did the school help you out? How did that go for you?
1: So they definitely have different slang terms than I was used to um, because growing up like high school, I guess all the Spanish I learned was mostly like um, Central American Spanish, like Mexican Spanish. So mm-hmm. a lot more of their slang terms and stuff. And then obviously in Spain, they have the TH sound for the S So it was hard to understand a little bit at first, but honestly, I got used to it pretty fast. Um, And yeah, it really wasn't that bad. It's just you get you're a little nervous at first, but then you definitely gain confidence along the way. And you're not scared to like order in Spanish at restaurants and like that kind of stuff. It just takes time.
3: I think the biggest like thing of getting over the language barrier is just like going out in the city and like ordering coffee and just like being able to do it in Spanish. And then you just get more comfortable. And then, Mm -hmm. I don't know, you just pick it up.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, in the beginning, it was definitely overwhelming because everyone's speaking Spanish. You obviously are like, oh my gosh, I know everyone's supposed to be speaking Spanish, but my brain isn't ready for it. But you quickly, like, adapt and get into the groove. Um, and it definitely helped that, like, again, everything was in Spanish. Like, we signed a contract at the college saying, when we're in the school, we won't speak any English. I you know, the they are really time. practice mm-hmm. Spanish. Yeah. yeah.
0: So then with the school going off of that, again, what type of classes did you take? Again, were they all in Spanish? I'm assuming, yes? Yes. 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 Um, Yeah, so
1: there wasn't too many class options, um, but it was also a very small school. Our school is just international at Toledo, so it's only American students and some from Puerto Rico, and there are some Japanese schools that go there, too, but no one our semester from Japan was there. So otherwise, it's all pretty much native English speakers that go to the school. Um, So you're all in the same boat with like all the other students, but um, I took like cultural heritage classes of Spain. I took two different art classes, like learning about some really famous Spanish painters like Goya, Picasso, Dali, um, and then an architecture class, which was really cool. Cause then every Thursday we would go walk around Toledo and like learn specifically about a building that was in the city. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was so interesting.
3: Yeah, I was also in the architecture And then um, I also took uh, literature, like Spanish literature, um, a history class. And then there was an option for this program. You could do an internship. So I also had an internship in a Spanish high school in like the class of English. So like teaching them, helping them with their English. So that was really cool to get to do that, especially as like an
2: education major. I'm mm-hmm. um, also going off the education major thing since that's also part of my major I also did the internship where I was able to go to like a middle school and I worked with a big um, age range from like preschoolers to like sixth graders with all sorts of different classes like at one point I was helping them in a math class which is very interesting <laughs> but other than that for my college courses um, the internship class um, cultural cultural heritage um literature um kind of the basics but the one i really enjoyed was we had a uh, ethnology like anthropology class
0: which is very interesting oh that is yeah so what were some of your favorite aspects about the culture did you notice any similarities or differences from here i'm um, sure you did yes yeah <laughs> definitely uh, the obvious one is
1: time um i guess meal time, schedules there everything happens later yes um and lunch is, like, the biggest meal of the day. It's not dinner there, so lunch we would have at, like, 2 30, and then dinner was at anywhere between, like, 8 to 10. Um, I usually had dinner pretty early, like, on the earlier side, um, but yeah, I feel like life just moves a little slower there, too. It's not as, like, like, go, 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 like it is here, um, and I liked that. I am, like, a very punctual person, though, so I still was always on time for stuff, but, um, Yeah, I kind of liked how it was a lot more relaxed in that sense.
3: I think when it came to, like, food, I didn't notice, like, a big difference. Like, they definitely have their, like, traditional meals. But, like, I guess I didn't know what I was expecting when it came to the food. But I think, like, that was, like, it wasn't, like, hard to get over that part of it. Just, like, the meal times, I would say, too. Mm -hmm. And just, like, everything's later. Like, going out is later. People stay Mm -hmm. out later. Mm
0: -hmm. Everything like that. Did you guys have siesta there? Uh Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah the, i guess was, your city is pretty small though like it actually does close, close. Like, like the majority yeah. of
1: things from i would say anywhere like two to five yeah closed. Closed.
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah like you it's crazy you to okay. go to the pharmacy yeah nope. that's no nope. that was because <laughs> that's whenever
1: i would like feel like going shopping or like going to get yeah. ice cream It's like, yeah. everything's mm-hmm. closed mm-hmm. but then yeah would be open
0: to like 10 at night yeah, yeah. So like all like the clothing in stores the bigger and cities yeah. they'd be open to like the the pharmacies would be open till like midnight yeah i would be like
1: okay so that i guess that makes up for it then like it's yeah. close to the middle of the day but then it's open super super late. yeah
3: and things wouldn't open either until late yeah. in the late morning yeah that's like coffee too. shops wouldn't be open at like 8 a.m
2: yeah
3: which is kind of funny
2: Um, For me, like, my biggest struggle was the transportation system, because I never really had to use a bus before, and then figure out all the stops are in Spanish, and then, like, pushing the stop button, and also, it was kind of shocking, well, you're just waiting for the bus, how sociable people are.
1: No, everyone comes up to you and asks questions. All these old Spanish women would ask me, like, has the 42 come yet? And I'd be like, I don't know, I've just been sitting here. I just got here. But yeah, a lot of people will, like, just talk to you. Everyone's, like, Mm -hmm. very, very open there.
2: Which is nice. Yeah, no, Which it's nice. Very, no it's one's ever, difference.
1: like, rude. Yeah. I don't think, no one was ever, like, outright rude to me. Just very talk, like, very chatty. Very social. Just yes. very chatty. Yeah. To yeah.
0: Very chatty. Interactive. Yeah. Very, They'll yes. ask
1: you, they, they, there's no beating around the bush. They ask what yeah. they need to ask, and that's it.
0: At a bus stop in Valencia, Ali, like, gave me her baby, because she was, like, oh doing God, something. Oh yeah. Yes. yeah, and my friends are like, oh, my goodness. Like, this would never, never happen. Someone, my baby. <laughs> I was, like, holding this baby. I was like, oh, I mean, I'll take it, but <laughs> okay. Um, were you guys able to travel at all? I know COVID, I mean, it wasn't really, like, was it, you guys didn't wear masks at all? We did, we um, did. in public okay. transportation
1: and then any pharmacy or, like, hospital. Yeah. You but had to, was but it. just other yeah. buildings. Yeah, just really? like walking around and then any other, like, type of building, restaurants, no, school, So school, no? no. Nope. Did nope. your host parents care at all, like, if you no, were? no, no. no. Other than like, you, you had
0: to wear them on the bus. Yeah, and, train yeah. and, and
2: any yeah. planes entering yeah. or leaving Spain.
0: Like... Is that everywhere in Spain, though, for transportation? Or just, was it a Toledo? I, mean, it's I think everywhere. it's everywhere.
2: you're supposed to. Not everywhere. All those rules. But everywhere you were supposed to. you to. to. Yeah. But I
1: saw a bunch of people get denied from getting on the, just the local Toledo bus if they don't have a mask. And she was so sorry, you can't come on. Toledo was like, very good. They're very, that. yeah, they're very strict about it. Yeah, so it's not it's not a problem. But
3: mm-hmm. yeah, so didn't affect, like traveling really like no, I got no. to do a lot of No. Everyone had you just had, you had a mask,
0: you can go anywhere you want. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, quick question right here, favorite dish. I know Madeline like you said that nothing was really different, but was there something yeah, that I mean, was like
1: I I guess that's not what I'm not. I know to say what you're going to say.
0: Okay. Yes, my
3: favorite food there was one of the tapas which is called croquetas. Yeah. That <laughs> was my favorite taco there like i got it from so many different restaurants do you get like it Bravas. here now Gone. i haven't had it
0: here yet oh i feel like they have it some like places i feel like the i've best. seen it i've never seen it from Bravas. Yes. those were my favorite oh
1: my gosh the bomba tray bowl um, there's yes. a, there's a restaurant a specific restaurant in toledo it's called tray bowl and they had this potato thing so it's basically like a baked potato right but then it's like they scoop out the potato part, mash it. It's like a twice baked potato. So
0: it's a tapa. Yeah. Okay. And then they it put it, there's like
1: ground beef, some vegetables, and then there's like an aioli, and then some other type of sauce, like the patatas bravas sauce oh, on the top. Gosh. Which and one, the red or the white? Or was it? It was, a, it was a yellow and a white sauce. My mom remade them. She found oh, a website really? and made them when I got home because oh, when they came goodness. to when my family came to visit, I took them there to try them, and they loved them. But it's, like, super labor-intensive. Really? It takes, like, three hours because there's just so many steps. And you can't, uh, like, probably so say two things at the same time. Yeah. It's, like, the steps. Like, you have to do this thing and then this thing because things have to chill before you can do the yeah. next step. And oh, it's, yeah. like,
2: yeah, it's very labor-intensive.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: For me, it was, like, a dish my host mom made. And I ended up looking it up because I really liked <laughs> it. And I think originally, like, it's a Portuguese dish, but they have, like, a Spanish version. And it's, like, um, bacalao. Or something, but it's like this salted cod stew. It was really good. Ooh.
0: Interesting. I've, you guys like made. So you said your mom made it when you got back. Your favorite, like the yeah. sauce. Do you, have you guys eaten anything like gone out of your way to eat something that was your favorite in Spain?
2: Um, I've definitely tried to recreate like dishes. Like they had like one where you like have your first like courses like uh chicken noodle soup. Then the second course is warm garbanzo beans with the tomato. Garbanzo sauce. beans. Yeah. That was yeah. a favorite. And then the third chickpeas one is, like, soup. A
0: Mm-hmm. And I mess. I've done that—the rice and fried meatball. eggs a lot with like spaghetti sauce. I've tried to recreate. Just mm-hmm. it doesn't. It's not no, as good here.
1: Really good oh yeah, we were talking about that for a while. Hey.
0: Yeah, like the Delicious. tomato sauce on white rice. Oh, so oh. Yeah. I like. I made it the other day, and it just wasn't. It wasn't not the not same. Cookie, I was like, I need to go back. Yeah. Okay. okay, so moving on then challenges what were some of the challenges you faced abroad like were you able to leave Valencia how many of you guys are Toledo how many of you guys left like Toledo and then how many guys left Spain and then do you have any challenges with that
1: um so I traveled a lot around Spain and I found it very easy to travel within Spain Mm -hmm. especially Um,
0: once you got used to the language yeah then it was like no problem
1: um and then I went to France and Belgium okay as well and that was Um a little tricky, but I went to Paris and so a lot of people in Paris speak English. Yes. And so but I I'm sure if you go to like a smaller town in like any other country, there's gonna be less people that speak English. But I think we just got I got lucky with like the people that I met that spoke English. Um but then pretty much everything travel-wise, like whether you take the subway, the metro, the bus. It's like all the same, just it'll be, stuff will be written in a different language, but it's like, there's all these apps that you can use that'll tell you exactly what Mm -hmm. time things are coming, and so it's very, very, I found it very easy, like it's, once you learn how to do it, it's like super easy, it's like no problem.
3: Yeah,
1: I did a trip to Italy,
3: and I didn't realize I wasn't going to have like phone service outside of Spain, so I got the SIM card. I had the Spanish SIM card, but it was supposed to give me service all throughout
0: Europe. EU, yeah.
3: So. I don't know what happened with that, but I got to Italy, didn't have like service. So I had to figure out how to like get from a bus from the airport to Florence, which was like an hour away. But I figured it out, like, because by then I had like enough like experience of taking like public transportation. But yeah, that was a little stressful not having like service. And I was by myself until I met up with
1: people there. No matter, yeah, I think no matter where you are, especially in like those like public transportation places like bus plane train stations, you can ask someone, and they will find someone that speaks English. If they don't themselves, and they will help you.
3: Because that was another thing. Being in Italy, like I don't know Italian, so. Right. But yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. I I traveled a little bit around Spain, but then for our like fall break, I went to Austria and then Italy. And um, with Italy, I was alone for the first few days. We were meeting up with some people, so that was kind of interesting. And it wasn't too bad with the language, and honestly if I felt, like, bad about speaking English, I would just speak Spanish and they could understand because mm-hmm. yeah. it was, like, somewhere enough, um, so that was pretty cool, but, um, I honestly, I stuck to more of Ubers in, like, Rome-esque area because I was kind of scared of doing tra- public transport alone since I'm very directionally challenged. It's also
0: very confusing. They're, like, yeah. metro, like, it takes a minute with, like, the cards and the police are just, like, there like,
2: yeah, it's we it's are like everywhere
1: and like yeah taxis it's super easy were to very helpful. Out, like, a street where
0: taxis are just lined up waiting to
1: like yeah, people and then you just yeah.
0: go on the first one, that's Yeah, it's, it's very, very taxis very nice. are super convenient. And they're, cheap. they're not yeah. very yeah. expensive. It's so much more normalized there. Yeah. Like taxis like are preferred. Because I also got like an
1: app called like P Taxi where you just like oh. can just like put in your it's like Uber <laughs> up for Taxi.
0: Oh, interesting. And it's cheaper. Okay. My last question for you guys today. It's a double so what was your favorite memory? And then do you have any advice for future study abroad students? Um,
3: shoot. I have one if you want to. Think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so like one of my goals from this experience was I wanted to do like a solo trip. So like very like last weekend before finals, I made like a solo whole weekend trip to Leon in Spain, like the Northern part of Spain. And I don't know, I feel like that was one of my favorite memories just because like, I literally stayed in like a 12 person coed hostel like, I never would have done that at the beginning of my like time there so and I just did like so many things there like got to just like walk around all by myself like I don't know I just feel like it was such like a good experience and like I'm glad that I got to that point
0: where I was able to do that. The independence. yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, for me, my absolute favorite part was going to Granada and seeing La Alhambra, since I've been dreaming of going there mm. since I was 15 and first saw it in my Spanish high school class. That's funny. So that was so amazing to go there. I was floored. Everything was just so beautiful. I loved it. And then later that night in the trip, we went to like this small flamenco show where it was like really up close, personal, and you really get to see the culture. And Stephen and, Dance. And Steven Dance. Yeah, it was Some amazing. other guy from our program, <laughs> like they kept pulling people up, and yeah. he like,
1: he went, off. he went off he was actually pretty good I was terrified of them like pulling me up I know I didn't <laughs> want like, like, no to don't. <laughs> um okay I guess mine would be um my trip to Sevilla I went with two guys um both from University of Minnesota and I did get run over by a car when I was in Sevilla was like, that's just, your favorite memory
0: because like, it was kind <laughs> of funny
1: it like didn't hurt that bad but then just that whole weekend because there's an Alhambra in Sevilla as well mm-hmm. and that one is like acres and acres and acres. And acres of it. and it's like, it's so beautiful. And that was just like, we spent hours there just walking around like BSing. thing. Like it was super, super fun. That was my favorite thing.
0: It is. All right, guys, a very big thank you um, for taking the time to sit down and record with us today. We loved hearing about your time abroad. Just a reminder that the fall 2023 applications close March 1st. So keep an eye out for more episodes there every Friday. Thanks again and see you next time for more adventures.